0: These are safe, secure loans. There's more federal oversight on reverse mortgages than any other mortgage on the market today, almost any other financial product on the market today. And so these are very safe, effective tools if they're used in in a strategic manner and they're used the right way, and that is key.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to Steadfast Care Planning. I'm your guide, Kelly Augsperger. Today I have with me Stephen Sless. Stephen is the president of Reverse Mortgage Lending at Primary Residential Mortgage. He loves educating and empowering homeowners 55 and older and their trusted advisors on how the strategic and proactive use of housing wealth with a reverse mortgage can offer advanced retirement income strategies, protecting and preserving a retirement portfolio. Welcome, Stephen. Thanks so much for being here. Hello,
0: my friend. Great to be back with you again. It's been too long.
1: Today, Stephen and I are going to talk about reverse mortgages, and he's going to dispel some myths for us and give us the lowdown and really educate us on what they are and how they work. So to start, Stephen, what is a reverse mortgage and how does it work?
0: Yeah, reverse mortgages are just a mortgage loan, right? I think that's important to point out. A lot of people overcomplicate reverse mortgages, but at the end of the day, Kelly, they're mortgage loans. They're mortgage loans, however, that are specifically designed for homeowners nowadays down to age 55. Used to be 62. Now we have products all the way down to age 55, and it allows these homeowners that have the vast majority of their wealth tied up in their home equity. It allows them to leverage that home equity, turn it into tangible funds, and do so without the monthly payment requirement. Right, mm-hmm. So they have a flexible repayment option. They can make payments of any denomination at any time that they want to. There's no prepayment penalties, but the key is flexibility. They don't have to make a mortgage payment. They can choose, if they'd like, to defer payback principal, and interest until the last remaining homeowner permanently leaves the home.
1: Wow, so I learned something new there. Uh, I had been educated, and it was by you and others in the industry, that it was 62 and older. When did it change to 55?
0: So there's two different types of reverse mortgages, Kelly. There are the FHA, Government Insured HECM, it stands for Home Equity Conversion Mortgage those are the government products. And for the government products, yes, you do have to be at least 62 years of age or older. But now there's been a lot of innovation on the proprietary reverse mortgage market. Uh, Non-government, non-FHA loans, private label, private investors that have identified the need in the marketplace. And they've identified that, you know, yeah, I mean, folks 62 plus, you know, could use a reverse mortgage, but what about those that are 55? And, uh, That have equity tied up in their home that would like to plan for a more comfortable retirement, right? Plan for long term care. Why shouldn't they have the same benefits as those that are 62? Why the wait? And so there's now private reverse mortgages and government reverse mortgages. And the key is, from us, from our standpoint at least, identifying the needs of the client and then helping them to choose which product is best for them.
1: That is fantastic. Just even more flexibility that the marketplace is offering.
0: Yeah. And Kelly, with those proprietary products, they're cheaper options, right? There's no, with the government products, you have government reverse mortgage insurance, MIP, right? There's no MIP on the proprietary products. And so they're a lot less expensive. Um, Now the interest rates are a little bit higher. And so we got away, right, the pros and the cons. and, And that's what we do here. We help our clients to identify what are the pros, what are the cons, and empower them to make the best decision possible. But these are really powerful products. We also now have jumbo reverse mortgage products. We can lend on home values up to $10 million and loan amounts up to $3 million. And there's a lot of jumbo reverse mortgages being originated now. Uh, high net worth, savvier, uh, financial, financially astute individuals and families that are identifying. They have a lot of equity in their home. And, hey, what, what are my options to leverage that equity? And they can do so with a jumbo reverse mortgage now, too.
1: So interesting. So who should consider these, Stephen, not just jumbo, but even just reverse mortgages? What's the the target market here?
0: I mean, really, anybody that is planning for a well-rounded, comfortable retirement, you know, incorporating all of their assets. And and that's where we kind of take the conversation. We, We talk about a very comprehensive retirement planning strategy that uses all of our clients' assets instead of just some. So, if you're a homeowner that's over the age of 55, you're looking to age comfortably and safely in place, right, in, in the home that you love, I would say for at least a minimum of five years, right? If you're somebody that's look, not looking to be in the home for at least a minimum of five years, it, in all likelihood, a reverse mortgage perhaps is not the best option. Um, but if you're somebody that's looking to remain in your home and merge your housing wealth, which is in most cases, your largest asset, and your other investments, your stocks, bonds, other portfolio uh, assets into one holistic, comprehensive retirement plan of reverse mortgages worth looking into.
1: So you just touched on my next question, who should not consider a reverse mortgage? So those that don't want to stay in their home or won't stay in their home for the next five years, is there anyone else that would fit in that category?
0: I mean, look, reverse mortgages are great financial tools, but they're not for everybody. Uh, you have to be comfortable with the concept of using your home equity. And there's a lot of folks out there that have a very emotional attachment to their home. Um, it's a little bit of an old school approach, right? I mean, back, back 20, 30, 40 years ago and even further back, a lot of folks viewed their home as an untouchable asset right? It was only to be used as a loan of last resort. If they depleted all their investments and all their retirement accounts, sure, then, then perhaps they would turn to the home equity. In today's day and age, what advanced research has showed us, Kelly, is that's not necessarily the best way to plan for retirement. You have to use all of your assets. But if you're somebody that's not comfortable with the concept of using your home equity, then perhaps it's not for you. Like we said just a few moments ago, if you're not looking to remain in the home long-term, at least a minimum of five years, then it's probably not the best solution to accomplish your goals as well.
1: Gotcha. And I think the transparency is so great here, Stephen, because you you are clearly stating it is a tool, but it needs to be used by the right person. And so working with a specialist in reverse mortgages, and then I think even alongside your financial planner, you partner with many financial planners across the country, right? So partnering with both of these individuals to figure out, is this the right fit? Does it make sense for you and your situation and your family? And then, you know, if it is, then pursuing those options and and looking into those.
0: It's all about education and empowerment, right? I mean, from our vantage point as reverse mortgage professionals, that's really all we can do. We can educate you on a variety of ways reverse mortgages can be used. We can empower you to make a well-informed financial decision, but then it's up to you. right? That, that's kind of where our job ends. And, and in conjunction with your advisor or your long-term care insurance producer or friends, family, right? we try to get everybody at the table or the virtual table in most cases these days to sit down and, and help our borrowers, our clients, decide what's best for them.
1: Yeah, yeah, love it. What about obligations with a reverse mortgage? Certainly, there are requirements and there's stipulations, so what do people need to know? What kind of obligations do you have when you have a reverse mortgage loan?
0: Yeah, like any other mortgage, you have to pay your homeowner's insurance, you have to pay your property tax, and you have to maintain mm-hmm. the home. So you own the home, right? And that's a misconception, we'll probably get into that a little bit. You still own the home, and so the property taxes and the insurance are your responsibility. Those are the three... Rules of reverse mortgages, right? Insurance, taxes, maintenance, and upkeep of the home.
1: Got it. And so, and you did say this a little bit earlier, but I'd like you to elaborate on, do you have to repay the loan? And what are the options associated with that? Yeah,
0: so it is a loan. And so it will, it does need to be paid back. And that loan comes with an interest rate. Reverse mortgage interest rates are on par with traditional interest rates. You know, currently they're in the mid fives. These days, maybe even in the low sixes, but the loan has to be paid back. The key with reverse mortgages, Kelly, and you know this, right? It's the flexibility. So they can choose, you can choose as a reverse mortgage borrower to make payments as you go, and you can treat it no differently than a normal traditional mortgage. Or you can choose to defer payback, principal, interest until you leave the home. And in that case, what happens is the would-be payment every month, instead of you making it, it gets added to your balance. So your balance is increasing over time, but you're not making a payment as long as you live in the home, so long as you meet the obligations of the loan. When you pass away, or when you permanently leave the home, that is when the reverse mortgage comes due and payable, and at that point, the loan has to be
1: satisfied. Got it, yeah, great explanation there, Stephen. if they, if after the couple passes away, what happens to the home? The, the loan is paid off and then the remaining balance then goes to the heirs, is that correct?
0: Yeah, so the home can be passed on to the heirs no different than if you had a mortgage, a traditional mortgage, or whether you didn't have a mortgage, right? You decide who the home goes to. If you pass the home to the heirs, the heirs can decide, do they want to keep the home and buy the home? Do they want to just walk away? Uh, The beauty is, let's say you're in a reverse mortgage, Kelly, and you decide to defer all payback until you leave the home, right? And let's say the value of your home drops over time, hypothetical, but your balance is increasing because you've chosen not to make monthly mortgage payments. If you ever get to the point, Kelly, where you owe more on the reverse mortgage loan than what the value of the home is, your heirs have the option to simply leave the keys on the kitchen table and walk away. Mm-hmm. And that's powerful. These are all non-recourse loans, which means that no debt, you're not personally liable for any debt. You, your heirs, your estate, you're not personally liable for any debt on the reverse mortgage. And so if the heirs sell the home and they profit, that's their that's their inheritance. But if there's more owed on the reverse mortgage than, than what the home is worth, they can just simply walk away.
1: Got it. And I know that's a big misconception and myth in in your industry that you deal with a lot of times is what happens then and now for a brief message from our show's sponsor
0: as the premier long-term care planning designation the cltc certified in long-term care training program focuses on the discipline of extended care planning providing financial advisors with the tools to discuss longevity and its consequences on a family's lifestyle and finances. Look for the CLTC designation when choosing an advisor.
1: Can you tell us about some other misconceptions that are common in the industry, Stephen?
0: You know, Kelly, I think when when a lot of folks, even here in 2022, when folks hear the term reverse mortgage, there's this negative visceral reaction. Exactly, exactly. And... At the end of the day, the most important thing to remember is, this is just a mortgage. It's just a mortgage, right? This is not the government's way to take your home or the lender's way to take your home. I mean, if that were the case, I wouldn't have had a 20 year career in the, mortgage, in the reverse mortgage business. These are safe, secure loans. There's more federal oversight on reverse mortgages than any other mortgage on the market today almost any other financial product on the market today. And so these are very safe, effective tools if they're used in in a strategic manner and they're used the right way, and that is key. There's a lot of folks in the past that have abused reverse mortgages, they've used them for the wrong reasons, they've used them as a loan of last resort, and that's where you can start getting into some some financial trouble. But this misconception that the government's gonna own your home or it's a scam. It's it's just ridiculous. Like do some research. And I think those folks that still, you know, people hear from their neighbor or they hear from their uncle or their cousin or whoever reverse mortgages are terrible things and stay away from them with no education behind that. So become educated, become empowered. And then you the viewer can make a well-informed decision for yourself.
1: Yeah, great advice there. And I think the key, and you hit on this, is it has to be the right fit, but planning ahead, not doing it in crisis mode. So you want to sit down before you need care, before you're settled in retirement. This needs to be considered as a part of your whole financial plan, all the more reason it's important to work with your financial advisor and planner and a reverse mortgage specialist to figure out, okay, when's the right time to do this? Obviously, you have to be at least 55, maybe 62, and how is it going to work with your situation?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I saw there was a Bloomberg article that came out the other day, and it, it was titled the $7 trillion American retirement crisis. So there there is a a real retirement crisis in America. And Bloomberg is reporting that retirees or those that are soon to be retired are short on their retirement income needs to the tune of $7 trillion. However, homeowners of the age 62 or older have over $11.2 trillion in untapped housing wealth, home equity.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, you're, these retirees are $7 trillion short, but there's $11 trillion in untapped equity. Home equity has to play a part of the retirement plan moving future, of, of the American retirement plan in the, in the future, right? Gone are the days of guaranteed pensions unless you work for the federal government or you're really lucky to work for a, you know, a Fortune 100 company that offers that. And so, housing wealth has to be a part of the equation. Look at your options. Explore your options. Perhaps it's a forward mortgage. Perhaps it's a regular HELOC. Or perhaps it's a reverse mortgage.
1: Mm. Yeah, great insight there, Stephen. It sounds like this is something to consider that can be a part of your even long-term care plan. If you need extended care, could you tap into your, your equity in your home? Does that make sense for you and your situation? I know personally I see some people even using reverse mortgages to fund long-term care insurance, or if they're not healthy enough, and that's not even an option, they're using that to pay for care for themselves if they wanna receive care in their home. So there's so many ways that a reverse mortgage can be used to help fund your retirement goals and to live comfortably, but it has to be the right fit, and you have to talk about your goals and your preferences and come up with a comprehensive plan, but it's something that should be considered.
0: Absolutely, and and I'm glad you touched on long-term care. It's one of my m- major passions. I mean, I got my CLTC designation mm-hmm. back in 2019. I don't sell insurance products, right? I don't have a license to sell insurance. I got the, the designation really just to empower me with the knowledge of what are the costs of long-term care? right? How mm-hmm. does long-term care insurance work? What What are the various types of products so that we can work that into our practice as reverse mortgage professionals? But we talk to clients and advisors all the time that are using reverse mortgages as a part of the long-term care strategy, whether to take the funds directly from the reverse mortgage and purchase long-term care insurance. That's another misconception that you can't do that. You actually can. Or to self-fund care. Right? There's a lot of folks that don't qualify uh, for long-term care or long-term care insurance is perhaps too expensive. The reverse mortgage, the home, can act as the mechanism to help self-fund care as well. NIRMLA, um, you know the National Reverse Lender Association. They are behind the strategy of using reverse mortgages to fund long-term care. So we have the governing body, one of the governing bodies, behind reverse mortgages, behind the industry. You know the biggest trade organization that now says yes, you can absolutely use a reverse mortgage to pay for long-term care, and that's been huge.
1: That is huge. When did that come out? When was that publicized
0: recently? That was So that was really through my efforts, uh, our efforts here in encouraging them to kind of take a stance on this, right? Where do you stand? And, yeah. you know, now there's multiple different ways to do it, but the key is it's got to be prudent for the client, right? And so yeah, especially these days with a lot of advisors uh, having fiduciary responsibilities, it's just not prudent to overlook the client's largest asset. And if it's best for them, and it's in their best interest to use the reverse mortgage to fund a long-term care policy, then they can certainly do that. The reverse mortgage industry has clearly stated that this is fine. There's nothing uh, regulatory or compliance-wise that would prevent us from taking reverse mortgage funds, giving to our borrower, and then whatever they do with it is up to them. Um, Of course, we want it to be prudent for them, right? But Uh, there's nothing that would prevent that unless you work for a long-term care producer that wouldn't allow that to happen. Sure. But what we find is most of the time, the long-term care insurance is being funded because they have a mortgage. We're coming in, we're paying off and replacing that mortgage with the reverse mortgage. We're eliminating that monthly mortgage payment and we're freeing up that cash flow. And it's mm-hmm. that cash flow, that free cash flow that they turn around and they go pay for the long-term care insurance policy.
1: Right, because we know long-term care is an income problem, not an asset problem. Absolutely, so, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, helping with the cash flow is is an enormous benefit. It is. Yeah, love it, Stephen. Such great info. Thanks so much for sharing all this and for taking some time out of your day to chat with me. It's always good to see you virtually and uh, and reconnect. So appreciate your time, and uh, we'll talk soon.
0: Absolutely. Thank you, Kelly. Thanks for having Take me.
1: Care. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.
0: Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Steadfast Care Planning with Kelly Augsburger. For more information about today's guest, please check the show notes. And for additional information about Kelly, look her up on LinkedIn or find us online at www.steadfastagents.com. This show was made possible by Certification for Long-Term Care and Primary Residential Mortgage Incorporated. Please come back next time for more helpful guidance and thanks for listening.